All right, and welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Talent. I'm your host, Joe Zare Jr., and with me is Ryan Green. And sorry, Ryan, this is take two. We're back again. tonight? (laughs) It's good to be back again. Yeah, for uh, the second time. Yep. So, there we go. Um... So real quick, let's go through some things. Uh, we we had a little bit of sour stuff from from uh, the last episode from the JQ guys. Is it's a little frustrating, but you know they, they ain't like my good JQ bad JQ segment. Yeah, people people rarely do like to hear criticisms. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think that's why we didn't get posted to Live RC also, because I just copied and pasted the uh, description into the email, and they're like, "Yeah, no." <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Why would they give a shit what we say about JQ? I really don't know. I I I couldn't tell you why, but. Oh, anyway, moving on. Yeah. Um. We were called, uh, <laughs> oh man, uh, <laughs> they're trying to restart my laptop all of a sudden. Man, tonight is just technical errors galore, but that's okay. Get it together, Junior. I know. We're we're getting her going. Gather it up. Yeah. Moving on, moving forward. Yeah, but it's fun Eight being, days. it's fun being called a shit fountain. Yeah, you're in uh you're in rare company now. Yeah, that's it's okay. us us and Jeff Keaton. Yeah, Jeff uh I don't know. Him and uh JQ's deal started out as playful, but I don't know how much longer Jeff will be on that team. Okay. I don't know. It's Jeff went for, it went from playful to being like, "Hey dude, this is what's going on type thing and like it's it's no longer playful that's all Mm, i haven't been paying attention to them so i I listen on the podcast quite a bit on the no name rc podcast sure as another good one last week but man they're getting long that is also why i listen to podcasts at 1.5 speed that no name rc podcast went from four and a half hours to three hours there you go. But I like it. I, I sit there, and I don't hit the fast-forward button. Well, I do. To be honest, I do sometimes. During the techno grassroots, I do when it's like a kid. Sure. I don't want to. We, we've said this before, but what do we need to hear from a 13-year-old? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, what kind of interesting things are they going to have to contribute yeah, not. I mean, it's cool. I'm not saying they're bad, but yeah. Anyways, so heydays. Yeah, heydays. We we already went through it. We went through it, and then I realized that you weren't recording. <laughs> so I didn't have anything interesting to say anyway. So uh, you know, I'm not. I shouldn't say. It. This is your scene. Have I, I'm sure you've been to heydays. Oh yeah, I've spent. Almost every year of my life at Heydays. 
that that's why I'm a little shocked you weren't there. Yep, I I actually haven't been there since I stopped working for Fox. Okay. Um, what was it this year? Oh, I um I lost my uncle last oh, year. Yep, yep. So, so that's why I ended up staying away. So yeah. maybe next year. Yeah. Um. So we. But you were there. Oh, I was you there. Were doing I was stuff. You were doing things. I, I was calling RC races. Yeah, tell me about it. It was Again. a lot of fun. Well, basically, um, we held races, nitro buggy and nitro truggy only. That might have upset a person or two, but look, we're trying to put on a show. And what better way to put on a show than to bust out the nitro vehicles? Especially at that event. Right. Um, we ran motocross-ish style. We, so we had a joker lane, and that's where we started the race. We started them, if we could, three wide, two rows deep. And it was a blast, all heads up racing. We went by laps instead of time. That was awesome. And the group of racers was the proper group of racers we needed to put on a show like that. Yeah, who all came out? Where'd they finish? Ah, uh, let's see here. I'll go. I'll go with podium here. We had that's B main. So for Nitro Buggy A main on Saturday, Caden Hintz took the win. Alan Smith second. Josh Ford third. With Nitro Truggy, Tony Slanton took the win. Tony Swenson took second, and Clayton Kartluka took third. And on Sunday, Caden Hins took the win in Nitro Buggy. Alec Hins took second, and Tony Slenton took third. And in Nitro Truggy, Tony Slenton won, Caden Hins second, and Ryan Sobchak third. But here's the deal, and it's not if you podiumed or whatnot. I had a driver's meeting with the drivers on Saturday, and I go, look. This is professional wrestling. We're putting on a show for the crowd. Try to race your ass off. And everybody who showed up did. Everybody was battling with everybody. It was great racing. Nobody got mad really at each other. People like kind of started to get mad in there and like, oh, we're at heydays. It's cool, you know. <laughs> sure. And we approve. We appreciated every racer that came out and put on that show because it was such a great time. It was such a great representative of our hobby. It really is. And you said you had a lot of people watching it. We had a way bigger crowd than those mud bog guys. <laughs> those mud bog guys get like twenty to $25,000 for... Uh, a purse or total like you put the track on you pay the riders a little bit of money it's not the machines are cool they really are they're four wheelers with tractor tires yep and that's what they are but they were leaving the mud bog area and coming to the rc area and staying there i thought that was really cool so people were digging it. Yes. 
hopefully next year we can get some cash from the hate because Tim didn't get any cash because the heyday guys we I, I looked at my memories on Facebook and it was about six years ago that we actually tried to put on a race and it wasn't the same thing the loot everybody all together we came together and we came up with this idea and instead of calling the rhythm section the rhythm section we called them the whoops um we called the b main the lcq we made it as we made it as crowd friendly as possible sure and that is what made such a great show. They were going nuts. Cool. Great side-by-side racing from everybody. And it was rough racing. They they were all like racing rough with each other, but it wasn't like hacking. That's cool. This is as excited as I've heard you talking about RC racing in a while. So It was an awesome environment. And when we weren't racing... The kids from, like, the swap meet would come up and fill, and I mean fill the track with Traxxases. Cool. Yeah, it, it was a great time. Um, yeah, on Sunday in between rounds, I'd go and test drive the UTVs and four-wheelers and stuff like that, and that was great. What I do you think was different from years past? Because I've, I've seen the RC Expo going on before i've been going to heydays my whole life but you know what made it different the first the racers we had the right group of racers in in their racing we can only have a certain amount you know what i mean sure there's only so much pit room and tim only gets 25 passes per day Yep. So there's only a certain amount of room. It's never going to be a 100 entry event. Never. Also, um, yeah, the the race format that Tim and Corey, like all the racers came in and said, hey, let's tweak this a little bit. Hey, let's tweak that a little bit. Let's call this this and let's call this that. And... Honestly, too, uh, both days, I spazzed out on the mic so bad that I had no voice left on Monday. Oh, fun. Yeah, it was a great time. I put all the announcers there to shame. (laughs) (laughs) There were guys calling, you know, um, UTV races or dummies calling the mud bog races. You really can't call it grass rig because it's over so fast. Yep, for sure. But I, people calling races with a significant amount of time, I, I crushed them. <laughs> but Good to I, hear. I wasn't the reason the show was a success. So the the race, the racers, and what they did, and the environment they put forward, is the reason that event was such a success. So glad to hear it, man. Yeah, no, it was a great time. Um, we got results. You got results from uh, a couple weeks, starting from a couple weeks ago, because we've been gone for a week. Because the RC world's been moving a little slow. It has. 
it is that time of year. But yeah, uh, September 6th, that's uh, last Friday, I stopped by MMR to pick up my associated buggy that I bought from Kyle Holmberg. Yep. And I happened to notice that the pits were absolutely full and it was jam-packed with fast two-wheel drive buggy drivers. So I wanted to talk about this one. And something really cool, I I was a little shocked to see Seth Van Dalen there. You only catch him there like once a year, if that. Right. So he's down there. Kyle Holmberg's down there. Andrew's there, obviously. Kendall Welch, Chris Maluli, Doug Austed, Dave Kirshner, all these regular guys. Your dad was there as well. Senior was there racing. Nice. So Seth shows up for his one carpet race every three months or whatever you know he only does like three or four of these things a year right um qualifies seventh wins the a main yeah and that's that's tough to do in that building coming from the back of the pack anywhere that's tough yep so he qualifies seventh converts that into a win kyle holmberg finishes second and tore out in third yeah that same weekend september did you want to say anything about mmr no it's just you know, the longest running off road carpet track we've had going in the state. You keep Yeah. You can consistently go there on a Friday and not you know, there there's always good racing there. Absolutely. Yep, I agree. I like that place. Right. Um so the next day, September seventh, that's last Saturday, Rick's Harby Farm put on a trophy race. Okay. Or a, a points race. Um, what do we got here? means i don't know why i wasn't on this screen already uh we can start with sportsman shelby Tompkins takes the win nice got a win over chelsea reigns and vicky spicer that's awesome i like to see vicky racing more than the mnrc series yeah you you said that she was a regular over there i was wondering who she was when we when i first brought her up a few weeks ago yeah but Look at her. She's on the podium. Right. Uh, mini Truggy. Amen. Ben Savakul takes the win. Mike Nesbitt second. And KP gets himself on the podium. Sweet. Pro 4 Amen. Uh, son of Ben Savakul. Sam Savakul takes the win. Yep. Keith, Keith Vanderheide, otherwise known as Pizza's Done. <laughs> or lo- or low voltage Vanderheide, he took second place okay. in Pro Four, and Ben Savakul took third. Nice four wheel drive buggy ran there. You know it doesn't run hardly anywhere anymore, but it runs at Rick's. Sam takes the win in that again, so he doubles up on his day. Justin Forrest took second, and Tim Nath third. Cool. On to. It says e-buggy and e-truggy. I don't know if there was actually any e-truggies there or not. Yeah, um, there's usually Sam's, one or two. Sam Savakul takes his third win of the day. <laughs> uh, track operator Dave LaRue takes second, and Ben Savakul third. So it was just a Savakul sandwich everywhere you were looking. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you said four-wheel drive buggy really doesn't run. I bet you it'll take off at the 510 again this winter oh i meant outdoors yeah outdoors it's just that outdoor season there's there's just really not that many places to run it unless yeah unless it's a 10 scale size track it's not good right 
Yeah, it's tough. They they uh, they kind of get swallowed up by the holes and ruts and yeah. stuff like that. Mini so. truggies barely good on the bigger stuff, I should say. Right. So, moving along. Yep. Uh, yesterday, Shamrock was racing. There wasn't many people there. I was gonna go. So here's what happened with me. I went to Rogan last night. Yeah, we, how'd that go? Oh, laugh, laugh the whole time. It was good. Awesome. Yeah, he's a he's a killer. And it was as, what's a good word? It was as raw as Bill Burr and Dave Chappelle. Good. Yes. That's my kind of stuff. But we went out to dinner in St. Paul. Before that, I had to be back at home by 4.30. And I'm like, yeah, I can do this. But I looked at the forecast when I woke up, and it said 50% chance at noon. I'm like, it probably won't hit, but if it does hit, I can't stick around. So I had to bail out on Shamrock. Okay. Yep. And that's also why I didn't go to FTR because we had Rogan tickets. My plan was to go to Shamrock, be done by 3, and get home. But, yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Too many fun things going on in one weekend. Oh, yeah. I went to the Renaissance Festival today. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you like it? I don't belong there. <laughs> None of us do. That's supposed to be the fun of it. Um, let, let me say this. I wish people that raced RC got into RC as much as the people that go to the Renaissance Festival get into the Renaissance Festival. Yeah, for sure. Dude, my kids... Love it! It is ridiculous. I have to go again next year. Good. I I don't want to, but you know, you do stuff for your kids. That you do. What I'm Good gonna, on you, Joe. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna get like you're gonna stero- dress up. I'm gonna get steroid jacked, and then I'm gonna go there in like really tight leather, like the old school Renaissance Festival leather pants. Sure. And nothing else. <laughs> just be kind of offensive as hell hear ye hear ye yeah <laughs> yeah I don't know it's like I said anyways yeah we had a FTR this weekend that's where if I didn't have any plans this weekend that's where I would have been yeah no one would blame you they they had a really good showing but before we get to that I still haven't done results for Shamrock. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. So, Spec Slash ran, and Yolanda, I'm, I just murder this guy's name every time. Yep. Ikema. Yep. Yolanda Ikema takes the win there. Freddie Valley yep. takes second, and Cole Troop finished up third. Yolanda beat the boys, huh? She did. Good she for did. her. By, by a good margin, too. Wow. Um, stock Buggy A-Main. Corey yep. Eichinger takes the win. Uh, right. He hasn't been take he hasn't been taking a whole lot of victories this summer, but he goes up there and well, beats beats John Schroer in his own barn. Yeah, to be fair, technically it's a, it's a Corey Eichinger track. Yep. But he hasn't been racing a ton. Sure. When he races, he podiums. Yep. He yeah, he's a, he's a great 
driver, great guy. Yeah. I, I love running into that guy. Uh, so John Schroer took second. Anthony Z. Stratton took third. Yeah. When Corey shows up, he usually shows up in the morning. He's like, oh, shit, I got to go to work and leaves. <laughs> okay. So. Uh, also going on yesterday, a bunch of guys went to Thunder Road. So they must have been having a, a series race or a trophy race or something. something. And they had they had a full class of 13.5 four-wheel drive buggy, which surprises the hell out of me because I think that's like the worst class to race on carpet. But these guys were digging it. Uh, Brian Bowman takes the win up there. Tyler Johnner takes second. And our buddy, friend of the show, Nathan Jorn, takes third. I'm very disappointed that Tyler and Nathan didn't collectively take Bowman out. <laughs> Moving along, uh, mod truck A man Ryan Drake. T- nope, this is all this is all goofed up. Ah, our buddy Chris Maluli nice. takes the win in that. Ryan Smolik finishes second, and Jessica Harguth Harguth finishes third. I haven't met her. So I've never I want to say she's don't... an X-ray person from Iowa, but I could be way off. Okay. Anyway. Moving on to Stock Buggy A Main, which is kind of the Formula One class there at Thunder Road, as it is in most carpet places these days. Yeah. yeah. Dwayne, Dwayne Fisher got the better of Torot there, so Dwayne Fisher takes first, Torot second, and Alejandro Vegas takes the third. Damn. And Alejandro, he was the TQ uh, last Friday night at MMR, but he wasn't able to convert. He ended up fourth in that race. Alejandro, super fast. Also, uh, he he's innovative, too. He came up with the wireless charging system for the Sanwas. Yeah, very cool. Very yeah. cool. They ran Baby Truggy, which I don't know what the hell a Baby Truggy is. But I guess I can use my imagination, Ugh. and it's and it's a 110 Truggy. Uh, Matthew Mickelson takes the win there. Ryan Smollett gets on the podium again in second, and Chris Mickelson takes third. Nice. Good, good. Moving on to Full Throttle RC Raceway. It's the finale. Did he get paid like five bucks to read the last results? Wait, which ones? The Thunder Road? Yeah. I wish. Should I should I put my Venmo or my PayPal out there? <laughs> Maybe. I, anyway. Honestly, I, I as far as the track, I have nothing against Thunder Road. No. I I think it could be amazing. I for me to go there to spend my time, I would want to see a little bit different obstacles. Um, I I like it when the buggy gets a little bit of air. Yeah. So even though like say MMR's got kind of a small layout. He always makes jumps that kind of pop right. the buggy up into the air, so yep. you get a little bit of airtime. And everything at Thunder Road is like really, really fast. Okay. So it's like you're in the air for a split second, and back down to the track and full throttle. Yeah. So. So anyway, uh, I'm I'm on. gonna say something real yeah. quick. Just some uh, people asked me to show up at the JCon race. And I looked at yeah, that's fa- coming up, right? Yeah, and I looked at Facebook and saw that I'm still blocked from their Facebook page. I'm like, nope. <laughs> yeah. I I'm not I'm not sure that that's a conscious thing that you know I they they blocked you at one point in time, and then it's like, who the hell? How, you know, how do you remember? 
the people that you blocked. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, Full Throttle Raceway had their series finale race this weekend. Qualifiers were yesterday. Main events today. Yep. Can start with open four-wheel drive. Double A main results. And here he is again. Sam Savakul takes the win in that one. Got Damn. the better of Sean Van Dalen. Wow. And Mike Nesbitt. He he held off Ben Savakul, James Gillespie, Bruce St. Ives, Dave LaRue. Good so he you. did a good job. Yes. Good job. To Mike. Yeah, I hope, <laughs> hope Mike doesn't take it the wrong way. I'm always kind of like sounding surprised when he's putting in these good results. But I think he's just, you know, he was just getting back into it last year. Yep. And now they're going hard. And he's driving well. He's getting his game back. Yep. So congrats to him. And congrats to Sam. Game back Sam, for Sam's FTR been next taking week. a lot of wins this summer. Well, Sam's Sam. You know what I mean? Totally. Sam is definitely Sam. I think if he... Well, I should... I think... Mm, no, because he's racing every weekend. It's like he's almost... Almost to that Kyle and Seth level. You know what I mean? Yeah, sometimes indoors he runs with them. Right. And once in a great while outdoors. Yeah, with the e-buggy. Not this year so much, but more last year. Yep. He was doing a lot. He... I think he can get to that next level. I don't know how he would... What he would have to do to make that happen. Sure. Anyways, sorry, I'm interrupting. No, please do. That's what this is all about. A little yeah. bit of back and forth. So, Sportsman AA main results. Chelsea Reigns goes 1-1. Nice. Takes that victory. Uh, Randy, Farmer Johnson's daughter, takes second with a 2-2. Cool. And Janelle Petrick, 4-3 for the third. Good for her. Awesome. Moving along to... E-Buggy, double A main results. Kyle Holmberg takes that one with a 1-1. Okay. Clayton Cartaluca goes 2-3 for second. And my man, Connor Ehlers, 5-2 for third. Yeah. You know, Connor was looking really good at heydays, too. It's just he always crashed out towards the end. He almost won a couple of them. Okay. Yeah. He's He's quick. <laughs> yeah so what else do we got here that was e-buggy oh they ran nitro buggy yep good so seth van dalen takes that one with the new techno running the 2.0 okay he, I, I believe he's had it since duluth if not before then sure kyle holmberg takes second place and alan smith takes third nice what else do we got? Should be Truggy somewhere. Truggy A-Main. Sean Van Dalen takes that one. Cool. Uh, I think he... What did he do? He qualified second, and Pablo qualified first, ended up second. Okay. So he wa wasn't quite able to hold off the farm truck of Sean. And Conrad ended up third. Good, good. Looks like his parts came in time. He had a... Unit front universal or CVD bone bust on him at Heydays. Okay. Yeah, 
and no nobody brought anything really for parts mm-hmm. just a couple of people sorry folks there's gonna be um some running water sounds here and there it's um we're recording a little earlier tonight so everybody's up and the main drain for the house goes through the rc room i figured i should explain that okay I'm sure we're really going to ruin some people's nights with that. You would be um, shocked. You would be shocked. <laughs> no, I would. I wouldn't because I see the type of people that that tweet and whatever for my favorite podcasts, the stuff that I listen to throughout the week. Yeah, and it is. Ju- it's just asinine how much people can complain about free content, dude. I love the Extra Lap RC podcast. It, it's just fun to hear what's going on 10 scale in the UK. And guess what? They do it on their phone. Sure. The sound quality could be better, but their content is A+. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> so what else you got for topics tonight? Oh, I got a bit. Um... Next weekend, let me get the dates for next weekend. I am tired from the Renaissance Festival. It'd be the the 21st and the 22nd. Yep, the uh, MNRC, well, practice day Friday the 20th, and then racing the 21st and 22nd at FTR. This is round number five coming up. Um. So at Heydays, I went through the computer and I set the program up. The program for FTR is set up. There will be double A mains for e-buggy. The class order will be correct. There will be no flub-ups like last time. So, I mean, Sean always... Sean always has an awesome track. I've I haven't ran on his newest layout, but I've seen it. It looks fantastic, and people are loving it. Yep. So I'm hoping to get, you know, your standard MNRC guys out there, plus the FTR guys that are usually FTR only, out there this weekend too. So hopefully Sean gets two big weekends. That will be awesome. Yep. Super awesome. You know, it's your average MNRC race. Bring your table, your pop-up. I don't know if he's going to have indoor pitting for us. He did not last year. We'll see this year. But it should be a good time. It's FTR. The tracks are always fun. S3 and M3 compounds, I guess, are the best out there. Whole shot and buckshot. I'm hoping the weather stays decent, which it should. Yeah, last year it was like a freaking 100 degrees at that race, so. Yeah. Yeah, you helped me announce. Yep. That was a great time. Yeah, absolutely. As, like you said, as is any event that Sean puts on, so. Right, right. Get out there and race, you fools. Yeah, for sure. Um, Techno came out with their new 2.0 buggy. Did you see it? Did you, like, study anything? Yeah, I did. Um, I'm, I'm not very versed in 
in the chassis and ergonomics and all that. So I, I can't speak to it from a technical perspective, but um, aesthetically, it looks great. Yep. Some of the things that they that they tried to accomplish with it, I like. Um, I think I do come from a suspension background, so I like the idea of having a longer arm and more leverage mm-hmm. on the shock. I like their wider chassis. I never liked the look of that narrow chassis I, I know. that they had. Yep. I like the layout. I like how... Um, like they split up the servos, so and they were looking for um, balance between each side of the chassis, so that one side wasn't stiffer than the other. So I like that idea, and yep. I basically now, after looking at it, I just wanna I wanna hear the team drivers' thoughts, uh, you know, behind the scenes. Right. I want to hear what they really think of it. Yeah, not just what's. Uh written by team drivers i know what you mean and hopefully they went in the right direction because there's a lot of people in our region that are techno faithful yep so right right um what do you think well i like the wider chassis i like the rear arms that have the pills in them instead of you know what i mean yeah. On yep. the outside? On the on the outside and the inside, yep. That's a really cool idea. And I like that they finally got the bigger diffs. I think they're the last one. I think that's why Seth has just been crushing in uh, Nitro Buggy. It, it's... If... I used I used to be a big 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 techno hater <laughs> because I bought one and I hated it. I'm looking at it right now and I still hate it. <laughs> it's Joey's e buggy. I literally took a RTR e buggy and gave it to my son because I hated it that much. <laughs> um, the reason I hated it because it just wasn't stable. Um, Suspension-wise, when I got my e-buggy, I was going to Omaha once a month for their techno series, and Alex built some stairs that went down. And not just my techno, but all the technos were breakdancing down them nervously to where the Associateds and the Mugens and the Kyoshos were nice and smooth and floaty down it. And the te- the Technos were just awful. Sure. And ever since then, I'm like, yeah, I'm not running this thing. But it looks like they're fixing a lot of their problems. And, you know, you can't say they were never competitive. They were always competitive. Seth crushed with it, Jared Wiggins... Sam Silva, cool. They all crush with the techno. They do. But for your average hack like me, when the best thing you can say about the buggy is they're strong, that's bad. <laughs> yep. That's what all those S-work punks were saying to me when I said, Itushihara's career is destroyed by S-works. 
but I love mine. It's strong. It never breaks. What's your lap times, buddy? <laughs> That's what I want to say. Because, and even Alan Smith, Alan Smith is in this group too. The group of guys I just named, they have skill beyond your average hack. You know what I mean? Yep. yep. They can get the speed out of it. They like twitchy. They like nervous. I don't. But anyways, so this new buggy, I think, will be friendly from your very, very, very beginner to your top guys. They're really trying to hammer home that it is easier to drive. Yes. So hopefully that is the case. Right, right. I I no longer a hate you know I quit just being a hater cuz it's too hard it is <laughs> like when I even had a little bit of rant on good JQ bad JQ a couple weeks ago that took up hours of my time in PMs <laughs> it was such a waste of time it's not worth it I would have just left him on red I well so yeah, you know, you're right. I should. I should, but I don't cuz read the read the message, know that you're not going to change their mind or their opinion or or, you know, baby their hurt feelings and just move on. Yeah, I'm just a shit fountain. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay though. Um, but yeah, the the new techno buggy I would put it up there if you're talking C-Hub cars. I would put it up there with the HB all day now. I don't know if they fixed their clutch. Their clutch was always a hot mess, and they always used a aftermarket clutch. But other than that, heck yeah, the new Techno looks awesome. Yep. Looking forward to seeing them out at the local tracks. Yeah, and like I said, I believe Seth was driving one... I I'm probably wrong, but I think Seth has had one since the Nationals. Maybe. I don't know. That's a tough one. Maybe. Um, <laughs> what else do I have? The Regionals. Region 8 Regionals. Well, people who said they were going to show up didn't show up. Surprise, surprise. And... Yeah. It's, like I said, I wanted to go, but I had to announce heydays. People found excuses not to go, but they were done Saturday. I think they had like 40 entries. Oh, that sucks. Dude, it really does suck. For the last race that's ever going to be held on that track, they got like not too many at all. That's strange too because that's down just for a regular event for him. Yeah, yeah, LRT usually gets, you know, I should see if I can find any uh, results on that, too, because I think, I want to say Wiggins was there, but, yeah, okay, there we go. So, rookie, we don't know anybody in the rookie. Nitro Truggy aiming, Greg Bommel won it. Cool. Yeah, for sure. MNRC guy. Brian Kahn took second, and Vincent Harrell took third. 
but there were six truggies. You know, you don't have to tell anybody that when you put your Roar Regional title on a on a um, application or not an application, but a resume, though. I bet Greg would have won that anyways. He's a very talented truggy driver. That he is. Um, Nitro Buggy A main. He had a full one, and he had a half of a B. But Alex Vanderbeek won that one. Mason Fuller took second, and Jared Wiggins took third. Oh, wow. So that's a super solid podium right there. No doubt. Um, Electric Buggy A main. Mason Fuller won. Jared Wiggins took second. And Danny Bartholomew took third. Right on. And there was a small half of a B main for E-Buggy, too. Dude, it's that's kind of sad. That's super sad. It's a bummer, but I mean, yeah. It's the, it's the end of an era, and they're done, and we all move on. Yeah, sure. I don't know. That might be, but low numbers like that, it might be difficult to get our regional manager to do anything like he hasn't been doing anything and you want to say you want an off-road regional of some sort he's like well what could iowa well i guess i don't know man we do pretty well just for mnrc races and there's just a little bit of added incentive for people to show up for a raw regional title um, I think we would do pretty good anywhere around here. I, I think it should be at the Dome. I do, too. I think uh, I think Corey was right a couple weeks ago when he said the Dome would be a great track to have it at. So, yeah, that's just a bummer that, I mean, it's their last race. Maybe a little bit of stigma from that. I doubt it, though. Um. Hey, Gil Losey Jr.'s back at Losey. He left back in 2007 for Kyoto. I saw that. So what do you read into this? So I have a question for you because I, I don't personally, I don't know a whole lot about Gil Losey Jr. So he's my thing is I, I know his name, yep. right? Like he's got a big name in the industry. And is this something where... He's kind of, there was a huge void, a marketing void left behind when Kinwald passed. Right. For Losi. And it's it's playing on, on the, the nostalgia of their older fans. You know, guys like me and you and Senior, you know, older guys. Yeah. Is Gil Losi Jr. just kind of filling the void left behind by Kinwald? Because, I mean, he's an 80, he's a 1985 two-wheel drive world champ you know he's 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 not just a name that's so him racing was almost secondary right he was a designer and not sure. just for losey uh, but do you think that's going to be his role going forward god i hope or... so that's all he's good for i mean he's a super nice dude don't get me wrong but so it's not they're not just playing to the fanboys. They're they're looking to get something out of him technically, you think. I think so and I think they're desperate. That's cool. I really do cuz they have a really solid buggy, a two-wheel drive buggy. Yep. 
they're e-scale buggies kind of coming around especially with that new minus three millimeter chassis but that's it and the a-scale buggies only kind of they have a solid 10 scale buggy they don't have a four-wheel drive buggy to save their ass their stadium truck is getting very old and people are like oh stadium truck blah blah there's still pockets of it, man. There's still pockets of it, and they're losing out to the associated. They really are. Sure. Um, the four, yeah, the four wheel drive buggy. I think they're getting desperate because I don't think they know what they're doing. I really don't. Um, I hope. I hope that TLR Racing is still around in the next two years because I know the way Gil Jr. left in 2007 wasn't a pleasant thing. He was very unhappy about it. So for him to come back, they must have thrown the checkbook at him. Sure. It seems like a desperation move, but it you bring in a good designer and they're willing to listen it'll work for them what do you think about it i i just think it's cool i mean like i said it's it's gil losey jr it's it's the losey name back underneath the losey tent yeah i don't think the losey name was sold back in 2000 but it means nothing anymore as sad as that is to say well somebody like me that's more of a lay person than you are yeah it means something to me gotcha seeing that guy and that name back at team losey racing means something to me yeah i i wish you were around when when he left because it was ugly yeah and i wish you were around for losey in the night losey in the 90s was special because Losey came out. They resurrected a class with the double X four. They had their own line of yo-yos. <laughs> dude, they were rad. Right. Dude. I'll have to take your word for it. They, they're super cool and they're worth <laughs> a ton of money. If you can find some new and packaged still. Okay. Um, they had video games. They have their name on an Indy car that I guess is was still in the Losey factory, sitting in a corner collecting dust with flat tires from last I heard. Huh. Dude, the 90s was the heydays for Losey. Yeah, for sure. And then they screwed... Well, no, they didn't screw up. Gil Sr. retired and sold the company to Horizon in 2000. And then it's been in a nosedive ever since. I mean, they still make okay race vehicles. But the whole separating... I, I never liked that they separated TLR and T and um, Losey. Yep. I'm, I've never liked that. Um. Yeah. 
I never liked the way they treated Gil Jr. and Horizon. So I don't know if you know this part. So with Horizon and Habako, they were both about ready to die. It was who blinked first. And Habako did. If Horizon would have blinked before Habako, it would have been over. The end. Huh. Whoops. I just dropped a plate. <laughs> but does that make sense? It's. I didn't realize things were that dire. I mean, they in the last few years, Horizon has, and especially by taking over um, the Tower Hobbies stuff, they've accumulated distributorship for a lot of brands. Oh, things, that, things that are great now. they didn't have before. Things are fantastic now since Habako's done. Habako's gone, and sure. now they have Tower. Now they have Axial and Arma and Futaba. And I don't, I don't know if they have Futaba. I can't say that necessarily, but they got everything under the Habako brand. So sure. now they're doing well. They weren't necessarily doing well when Habako went under. So, Hey, I got one for you. What? And it's Losi related. Where the hell is Ryan Yunker? Dude. The guy, get, the guy gets a TLR sponsorship, what he's been dying for the last five years. Yeah. And then, and then we don't see him at all this summer. You got, you got a scoop on him? I don't. And his name came up last weekend. Um, Tony Swenson, I think it was Tony Swenson that said he was going to call him and give him shit for not showing up. <laughs> yeah, I got to I gotta reach out to him and find out where he's been and what he's been up to. Yeah, ho- hopefully everything's good with Yunker. I like him at the track. He's a good dude. Oh, I think everybody likes him. Yeah. Hard not sure. to. Um, But, I mean, we all get busy. Like, No doubt. Yeah, things change, right? Yeah. Whether Net- it be career or family or just your own personal goals but i just i don't see him not wanting to go to mnrc races you know what i mean like he lived for that shit he sleeps in the back of a a tiny pickup do that to come racing with us yeah that truck's got a million not literally (laughs) yeah but uh, i bet she's got 400 plus k i think he said it was like i want to say he was in the 300s okay i asked him about it one time I forget what he said, though. I wish I would have remembered. But, yeah, like springtime might be light for me. Uh, a few of my teammates and I are talking about going and grappling at the Arnold Classic in uh, Columbus, Ohio in March, and that's going to be a ton of time and money. Yeah, cool. So let's see here. So we covered that. Um <laughs> This hasn't hit the news yet, really, and is only really talked about on the No Name RC podcast. Cody King is out as team manager at Kyosho already. Jesus. I don't know what happened, but I could speculate, and I don't like it. I feel. I met Cody King back in 2010. I believe it was at the last RCX Fest. And he was such a solid dude. And, you know, addiction grabs a hold of us 
can grab a hold of anybody. Yep. I don't know if this was addiction related. Do not quote me on that. If sure. I were to well, that sucks to hear. I think everybody, I think most people were like, oh, good for him. Dude, you know? has he even been a month? Yeah, a month or two. I mean, I wonder if he quit or if he did something. Yeah, hope. well, I guess, yeah, hopefully somebody digs into it and yeah. we find out a little more because I'm definitely curious. Yeah, right now it's just pure speculation. All right. But he is out as team manager. I want. I wonder that who uh, they're going to have to replace him because when Zach Rogers quit, I thought the team was done. Actually, I don't know if he quit or got canned. To be fair, but when Zach Rogers was out, I thought Kyosho America was done, and now I'm starting to have that thought again. Who else can fill that spot? I mean, CJ. CJ can do it in between math class and recess. His dad could, and then they could get a really unhealthy um, Tessman (laughs) relationship with the factories. (laughs) Sure. Dude, that's not a good... It's one of those things you think it would be a great idea. I'm going to get paid... While my kid gets paid to travel around the world. And then C.J. Jellen already has a ton of pressure on him. You're going to go times a million on the kid. Mm -hmm. Imagine that. Imagine how much pressure that would be. Not only am I responsible for my own career, but I'm responsible for my father's career. Dude, that would be terrible. Yep. I mean, yep, that's, a, that's a lot for a kid to handle. I don't know how Ty, Ty's done it. Ty Tessman's done an obvious, phenomenal job of it. But, man, I can't. I mean, y'all, we've never seen the real Ty Tessman. We've seen glimmers well, what do you, of the what do you think? What do you think he's like? I, I don't away know. from the camera. I really don't know. Well, if you had to guess. I think he's stressed out beyond belief and is probably very quiet because of it, is my guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's got the eyes of a 40-year-old. Right, right. Or when he's not at the track, which is every day, he doesn't even think about racing. He's off with his friends doing whatever, which is the way a kid should be when he should be. A kid should mainly be off with their friends doing whatever, in my opinion. Right. But, man, that that would be crazy. I would feel so bad for that kid. Anyways. Yeah, I don't know. Um, let's see here. Speaking of CJ Jellen, he's Beach RC's number two driver at the next RC GP. That's cool. Yeah, for I sure. I didn't think that's exactly where they were going to go, but I. Yeah, you know what? 
think about this. I, I bet the opportunity opened up for him because there's no team manager telling him no. Mugen, <laughs> sure. Yep. Uh, you know, you know for a fact that other team managers told pros, "You're not doing it." CJ right now doesn't have a boss. Well, if that's the case, that sucks. Yeah. Because that is what that series is missing for me. Is it's missing a Mayfield, Cavalieri. Obviously, they're going to get Lutz for this round. It's it's missing those guys. Right. It is. To, to fully have my... They have my respect in what they're doing, their format, the TV package. All that is super awesome. They just don't have my attention because they don't have the right drivers yet. Well, and you know, it's not like they're not trying. Yep. It's... You, you know why. You, you know why. <laughs> yeah. It's it's very clear why some people don't want to hop on board. I, I guarantee if let's let's say this happened on this side of the pond and No, let let's say it happened over there. Let's say it happened over in Europe and Angaro and his dad came up with this series, it would have taken off like a rocket ship. Right. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, and him and his dad probably wouldn't have been on Facebook starting fights every no, day. No, not even, no. Over stupid shit that isn't, not stupid shit, but just not RC-related stuff. It's just yep. like, know your role, dude. Yeah. Well, yeah. Nobody cares what some Finnish guy thinks about American politics. It's it's self-destructive behavior. So, anyways. He's got some great takes sometimes, but I'm just like, man, know your audience. Right. You know that your audience doesn't want to hear that shit. Yep. It's... I, I could go on and on, and everybody else has gone on and on. It, it doesn't matter. Um... Hey, Southern Nats are going on right now. Yep. Hey, I, is that is that a bucket list race for you? Because if I had an eighth scale program, it would be for me. Kind of. No. God, yes their tracks no. look so awesome. They always they always have huge elevation changes and big ass faces of their jumps and big landings. I don't know. I, I think their track always looks amazing. So if I'm gonna go to a race where they have several hundred entries but not a lot of pros i believe lutz and bornhorst are really the only pros there yeah well they pick they're overlapping with yep. the 10 scale worlds and, and so. cologged and cologged but when they're really there's only three real pros there i would rather go to the psycho nitro blast seriously you don't think so i don't know it's more of a show yeah, I I don't know. I just I look every year. I look at that Southern Nationals track. and I'm like, gosh, that is the coolest track I've seen this year. You're right. You know, I don't I don't hate the Southern Indoor Championship or whatever it is. This is different, but I, this is the Southern Nationals. Oh, the Southern Nationals. Yes, I don't hate it, and I know what you're talking. It looks like a blast. Yeah. Would... For so for me, the reason why it's 
a bucket list like that is because I don't care if it's a big race or not, or if there are big name drivers there or not. That's not what's going to draw me Same to here. a place. Yep. I want to go somewhere where I think I'm going to have a ton of fun, and I just think I would have a blast racing on that layout. Whereas I think I would be crying every time I misjudged something at the Psycho, Psycho Nitro Blast. Yeah. And I see my chassis slap down on cement or, sure. you know, come down from 40 feet up. I, I don't think I'm a consistent enough driver to have a lot of fun at Psycho Nitro Blast because their shit is so huge. Right. Well, that makes sense. You know, I'll tell you what, my bucket list race isn't, my bucket list race doesn't exist yet. Because I got a little teeny tiny bit of a taste. And I've heard this on other podcasts to where we're we're not screwing up by racing in fields and barns away from people. But we should be making more of an effort on putting on big events with big full-scale events. Does that make sense? Right. And the taste I get, or not the taste, the feeling I get from the crowd at the Minnesota State On-Road Championships and the feeling I get from the crowd at Heydays, you can't beat it at your average any other race. So, like I said, the my bucket list race doesn't exist yet. Maybe I'll put on my own bucket list race one day. There we go. Yeah, it's... The crowd really makes it more special. And let me tell you, so they built the track so it would be more more friendly for the fans. Dude, it was horrible on the buggies. <laughs> you know, very loamy, big holes, all that stuff. Sure. But, you know, make a professional track for not even prof- they did a great job at Hades. I I don't know the right like Put the Southern Indoor Nationals track in front of a crowd. That type of thing. In front of a big crowd. So. I know Chris Morant's there. He made the A main for Pro Buggy. I don't know. Are they still running mains? Uh, I didn't really look because it's such a big race. I didn't think that they were going to be done by the time we did this. Yeah. So. Okay. The worlds are happening. Did you watch any video? <laughs> Just enough to kind of laugh. What a piece of shit. <laughs> Dude, whole shots with ribbed front tires are not hooking up. That So when I saw that, and that's a control tire, right? Yes. Ten scale worlds goes off of controls. Okay. So if your control tire and, and I'm speaking about the front tires, is a tire that I haven't had in my box since I started RC. Yeah. Come on. No, I think... Who's, I, who's yeah. running with ribs? I think the rear... Yeah, the rear tires control, 
and then you can run your tire brand up front. Oh, you, you can? I believe that's the order. So that's, oh, that's why Spencer has ribs on then, because J-Con doesn't have anything else. J-Con for, has, for tense, yeah, for tense J-Con has dirt front tires. Yeah, J-Con has rips. I forget what AKA has, and Proline always has a rib tire. But yeah, huh. it's look like garbage. Yeah, it looks it looks like they're racing stock buggy. Yep. Because they're having they're having to be so easy on the throttle. Uh, um, I don't know. Whatever. We'll see. We'll see once they actually start racing whether it's exciting or not. The it's a shame that the traction sucks because I I like the layout. Yeah. You know I, I I like the jumps. I like the turns. I I like the way they finished the look of the track. Right. Um. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know, but you, you knew <laughs> yeah, this it looks is like, exactly. Looks like they're racing on ice out there. You knew this is exactly what it was gonna be when Spencer came back and said, "This is the loosest thing I've ever ran on," and people didn't listen to him. They just said, "Oh, the kids never ran on real off-road, a real loose track." Spencer is a smart guy. He knows what the hell he's talking about. Right, and it's not like this track looks like "quote unquote" real off-road. That no, it's them, billiard them old, smooth. Them old men that are always yelling, yeah, are complaining about it's. It's just I don't know. It's taking a groove, and it's smooth. There's just no grip. It's gonna be who can not crash. Sure. And oh, I bet there's gonna. Be, it's, I bet it's gonna be like. The Roar Nationals to where it'll be close, but there'll be no room to pass anywhere. It's disappointing that this happened two 10-scale worlds in a row to me, because I didn't have a whole lot of fun viewing the China race either. Nope. Nope, that was BS You know, goddammit, like, let's just go to OCRC. That's too easy. <laughs> so, um... I got one more thing, and then we can get into questions and then get out of here. Sure. So the MNRC and the LSRCC club got together and were doing a raffle for Nick Gabrielson. Um, They're giving away uh, RC8 B3.1 electric buggy Duluth is and MNRC pitched in a B6.1 DL. Cool. Um, You can get, I forget how, uh, you can get, you know what, PM the LSRCC page on Facebook or get a hold of one of their officers to get tickets. Other so, than and that, also for coming up this weekend at the MNRC race, you can see Corey Hins. Right. You can see and Corey then after that, it goes to Lovato, right? I believe so. But also, I mean, people are already buying tickets. Van Ert's been selling them to on-road guys around the country. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it's good. It's a good thing. Um, awesome. Also, another good news. More good news about Chill on the Hill. I'm going to be announcing and race directing. Cool. So I'm excited about that. I, so yeah, I'm pumped. That's all I've got though. So, should we get into questions? We only got a couple of them. Let's do it. 
Yeah. Um, let me pull them up here. I screenshotted them. First one, who are your top three picks for the Worlds? Um, in no order, mine is Ty Tessman and two other X-Ray factory drivers that you've never heard of. What about Bruno? Oh, yeah, Bruno. Bruno Coelho. What are yours? <sighs> Unfortunately, Ty's up there. Yep. He's not my not my favorite. Nope. Um, I, I think it's cool that Yuna topped both of the timed practice sessions. Yeah. So what they did is they put, instead of doing three fastest laps, they did two fastest laps. But Yuna Hotnan was fastest both times out. That's cool. He's He's been in contention before. Yep. At major 10th scale races in the U.S. even. So the guy's, the guy's been everywhere. Um, I don't know much about him. I don't even know what platform he's on. Um, out of the top 10 qualifiers right now, uh, Mayfield is my guy. I, I, I love watching that guy win. I mean, the the fire and the passion that he has for winning races. I, but honestly, I want anybody other than Bruno Coelho to win. Yeah. Anybody. You, you realize X-Ray. So people make the joke, haha, X-Ray can go next door and make parts. No, no, they really can. They have rapid prototyping at X-Ray. That's not a joke. Right. Yeah. The x-ray buggy they're going to have there will only be seen that one time. I'd be curious to... Have you seen any like body-off pictures or anything nope. like that? Nope. Nobody week? has. Yeah, didn't think so. And it's going to be a totally different buggy than what they have now. Um... Let's see. I mean, I think I could go out there and kick some ass with a rear motor, at least this week. Oh yeah, during for the pra- sure. during practice, dude. I bet the associated guys wish they were still on the B five platform, <laughs> so they could use that B five rear motor. And yeah, that's a right. good question from Ryan Van Ripper. Um, let's see, Tony Swenson. That's a good question. How awesome was uh, that Joker Lane at Heydays? If there was a good way to police it, I'd like to see it at every track. Can the software handle it? Have someone there with a heat sheet and check people off? Question mark. You don't need a person there with a heat sheet, Tony. You just need another decoder and loop, and the software can definitely handle it. Well, the the only thing to so to make it a little simpler to not have to, you know, have all that technology is if you make the joker lane longer yep as opposed to being shorter then there's a huge incentive for somebody not to do it twice right whereas you know you could see if it was shorter maybe somebody try to go out there and sneak in another one um well yeah we, if you make it longer guys aren't going to be looking to do it again but well what what happens is um so if you make it shorter by a significant amount, let's say make it three seconds less slower lap, and you say you set it up to where you can use it once, 
and then if the, you try to use it a second time, that decoder will catch you and be like, nope, you've already been through here, and it'll count as a super long lap. So instead of a, let's say your average lap on a regular lap's 25 seconds, and it's 22 with the joker lane, it'll see that you've already had your 22-second lap. It'll see you went through the joker lane decoder, and then it won't count you the next time by type thing. So the race director wouldn't even have to look at it. Huh, okay. So I think it'd be great. It's just a $3,200 investment. That, and it's it's kind of a hokey thing. I mean, there's a reason that they don't do Joker Lane at every single Supercross race. Right. And it's 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 damn hard to remember. It is to do it, but it is fun every once in a while. Yep. Yeah, I'm glad you guys did that. That's cool. Yeah, dude, the crowd loved it. When somebody took the Joker Lane, you'd see half the people in the crowd point and go, "Oh, look at that." <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hesh goes, cool. "What do you think about Gil going back to help Lozy? We went through that. I already think uh, it's a desperate ploy." But I'm cynical. <laughs> so, I think Tony had something else about his podium that I didn't get. He Ru- just wanted to make sure that we got results. Yeah, we got results. From heydays. Yeah. Put it Nailed on the- it. Yep. Um, Roger Wenzel. Good question here. He goes, I'm looking for some outlaw drag racing anyone out there he drove 1900 miles round trip for 30 seconds of track time for drag racing would like to see some action locally holy shit that is commitment dude wow yeah see but that doesn't that doesn't seem like i'm so crazy by going to a jiu-jitsu tournament in columbus ohio No, it's in. I don't think it's crazy. It's just, I mean, good on him. God, I hope he snuck something else into that trip. <laughs> Me too. Um, there used to be a group up until 2010-ish, and they just dissolved. Um, if you know Kurt Welchers, the the RC Car King group knows who all has cars. You gotta get those guys together. Get your neighbor into it. Yeah. That's my biggest thing, right? We talked about this before. Is I think, I think that drag scene popping up, that short course drag scene yeah, is no cool. Prep. I just I wouldn't want to do it unless I was walking right outside my door. Right, do right. But yeah, that NPRC series, that NPRC deal, dude, it's perfect to get people into it. I'm kind of curious how Roger did. I didn't see any results on his page. And you don't need fancy software or anything like that. You can use that that cheap Traxxas drag racing stuff that they have. I if mean, they've got a pro tree. One. If you can find that setup, that so the Traxxas timing system went for like fifty bucks, and they discontinued it. Oh, okay. Dude, all the drag racers bought them up. Sure. Because they love them, and they're all in, like, Texas and the West Coast and wherever they race. Yeah. 
well, maybe something like that will pop up again because that, that scene is definitely getting a push, and they're getting a push from a bunch of aftermarket companies too. Oh, yeah, J-Con's putting serious marketing behind it. So is ProLine. Yep, ProLine's a, a little bit later to the game, but they are they're stepping playing some catch-up now. Yeah, they're both doing a great job. Um, what's the company? Shoot, somebody's making a tire. I want to say DE Racing's also making a rim and tire. So, I want... God, I believe it's DE. Anyways... Yeah, like like Ryan says, try to do the NPRC with a group of guys and build it up. I also think the rules are a little too loose. Don't you? I don't know what they are. Like, pro stock is um, a funny car style. I'm sure there's dimensions. But you run any 1S with any motor. Wouldn't you think a pro stock should be a seventeen five or a thirteen five? Um, in the drag world, there's not a whole lot stock about a pro stock car. Sure, I mean th- this is just my brain not knowing yep. much about it. Yep, but when you hear that in the RC world, you think that kind of thing. Yeah, but like Matthew Hausen from MBM, who Matthew. We're waiting. Anyways, um, Matthew Housen's running, I believe, Pro Stock, but he's got a 2S and a 13.5, and he still calls that Pro Stock. Hmm. I, I don't get And then there's a 17.5 class they're doing out in California right now to where it's a 17.5 and a 2S battery and any chassis there is. That's a little too loose. Right. What I do love the idea of, um, and I would be down for this all day long, is a bracket class. I believe the car cannot be faster than either 2.0 or 2.2 seconds. Tim Smith will give you an earful if you want to know. I would love a bracket class. Set up any car you want. It just has to run... A to B in two seconds or over. It can't be faster. Okay. I think that would be kind of fun, too. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. i got to be honest. Bracket racing's never really gotten me excited. The only reason it gets me kind of excited is because you can use anything. Mm-hmm. You don't need a certain whatever. Anyways. Yeah, I don't know. I just, like going up to BIR and watching the Nationals, when you when you see two cars and they don't leave the line at the same time, I'm just like, eh. Yeah. I gotcha, I gotcha. You know, I wonder if bracket racing's more of a thing for the racers and not a spectator deal. Right. Because you, you sit there and you do the math type thing. I don't know. But yeah, that's do you have anything else? I do. Cool. What are you doing this winter? <laughs> That's a broad question. Why? <laughs> it is. I'm just curious. I'm what are your plans? Racing at the toy box and racing at 510. And um, Are you going to race 12th scale? No. Are you going to buy a sedan? No. Nothing. 
I was lukewarm on 12 scale. Come on, there's there's people that want to run it at dollar. But the problem is they don't have Saturday racing for me. Okay. They did. They did last year, and I tried to make... Up until January, I made every one. And then I got that mini truck in. It's like, well, screw this. <laughs> really, I'm looking to announce races. I'm looking to announce onward races. I believe if... I believe they're also looking at me for... Um, for Christmas Classic? No, New Year's Rumble in Duluth. Oh, okay. I hope I get... I let Brian Post know about the Christmas Classic gig. I might talk to Bradley Arkell. Because it's... It's a lot of money to get Dave Duncan here. Sure. It really is. And... Ah, yeah. So anyways. Look at you, <laughs> undercutting. Yeah. All day. I'll undercut. I just want <laughs> to make... I want to get... That's how you build a name. And before, I was always willing to do the MNRC for a certain price and Duluth races for a certain price because Duluth is a club and they don't have a million dollars. And so is the MNRC. But everywhere else, I'm like, yeah, yeah you got to pay me more and that's a bit of a turnoff. Well, now, until I get a bigger name, you don't have to pay me more. You just pay me will come up with the X amount per car that you pay me. And I like that better than a flat fee. Because think about this. Let's say I went to announce the regionals. And let's say they paid me $350. But they only have 40 entries. That's not good for the person putting the race on. Yeah. But let's say, depending on what it is, they pay me 3 to $5 a car. Well, then they're... Let's say they pay me $3 a car, and they only get 40 entries. They're only out 120 bucks. Yep. I think that's a better way right now for Minnesota racing. So, anyways... Yeah, no, I, I I want 12 scale to get big at dollar. And I know Senior might make a couple, but he can't do Sundays either. Okay. He works Sundays. He works from 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. starting Sunday nights. Okay. But, yeah, no, it's, I got it. I'm looking at it right now. I just, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it'll come back to me this winter. Sure. But you're getting excited for some 12 scale? I wouldn't say excited, but I'm going to go once in a while. I'm obviously, you know, anybody that's listened to this show knows that I'm a big 510 guy. Yeah. So between between the 510 and between the toy box, I'll have my hands full. But you're only there. seven minutes from dollar. What's that? You're only seven minutes from dollar. And I I tend to do a little bit more practicing there than I do racing, but if if enough stock twelfth guys are going to show up, and especially if they were able to get a B main out of it, yeah, then I would be enticed to do it because I've said it a hundred times. I'm not going to play 
the motor slash battery slash tires game. I'm, I just drive that car for fun. Well, I and saw Brian Post just put up a post. Of, he just bought a new 12 scale. Yeah, yeah, he's got a Roche. That'll last hopefully for a couple months. <laughs> Brian Post is a sedan guy. And he dips his finger in other forms of racing all the time. But he's I haven't a sedan seen guy. him race sedan in the last year. Yeah, no, he's been doing the Spec 12, I believe. Yep. But he's a sedan guy. Okay. He had the Russian car for a second. I don't know if he ever raced it. Not sure. But, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I I think people should go out to Dollar and Race, and I would love to go out to Dollar. I've always said some people take it personally that I'm not at their track racing. If you're not racing Saturday... I'm not at your track racing. I apologize. Yeah. Dollar is going to have some Saturday off-road races I saw. I might build a second carpet vehicle for that. Okay. That might be an option for sure. Because I do love Dollar Hobbies. Dude, it's an awesome place. So are you going to run spec buggy or stock buggy or mod buggy what do you what are you doing this winter this winter i'm gonna run either regular stock buggy or mod buggy and mini truggy cool maybe if things fall into place i'll get a four-wheeler but i doubt it right so yeah i i have my vehicles right now and i prefer mod buggy but it is what it is yes sir All right, should we end this thing? That's it. All right. I'm Joser Jr., and with me tonight was Ryan Greening, and we've ran out of talent.